All right, everybody in five, four, three, two, one. All right, today we have a very good friend of mine. It's Bill Matter. Um, Bill Matter, you are now have been, you've been relocated, but you haven't officially relocated. Why don't you tell it, why don't you say hello to everybody? Uh, hi, hi, Doug, and hi, everybody that's, uh, that's listening. Yes, I am, uh, actually, I, I haven't quite started yet. My official start date is uh, August, or sorry, April, April 20th. But um, of course, with the current situation, we have our, our office is, uh, is closed. Uh, to the public, but all of our staff are working remotely. So I've been I've been in touch with all of our staff, and the, the team is working very well remotely. But um, I officially don't start till April twentieth. But um, doing a little bit of pre work now. <laughs> well, why don't you why don't you tell everybody uh, uh, who you are and kind of uh, what your role is, and um, which will kind of frame the discussion we'll have today for today. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Um, yeah, Bill Matter. I'm the I will be. Uh, soon to be the CEO of the London St. Thomas uh, Association of Realtors. It's uh, London, Ontario, London St. Thomas area in, uh, in southwestern Ontario. Really a great community. I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, starting as CEO there, as I mentioned, April 20th. Um, London is a uh, very progressive board. They're around the 1900 member range, uh, one of the top 15 uh, size boards in Canada. And um, as I said, very um, forward-thinking and a great group. I'm really looking forward to working for them. Um, you know my background. Probably some of the other folks don't. I've been in the real estate business uh, since 1979. Hard to believe, 40-plus uh, years now. But have been um, an AE for 26, 20, going on 27 of those 40 years. Started as a realtor, um, sales manager, broker owner, that sort of the partner, that sort of thing. Uh, have been a president of a local board um, before I became uh, CEO and uh, have been involved in no, numerous uh, Canadian Real Estate Association, local, local committees, all of those things. So been around the business forever and uh, have seen a lot of things, but I have never seen anything like this. <laughs> well, well, so let's rewind, right? I remember like the first time where we had a Zoom meeting is probably about 2015, right? And You've always, what I love about you, Bill, is you're very open-minded about things, right? You're always willing to try something new. And I said, hey, there's this, this tool called Zoom. Why don't, you, why don't you check it out? You want to have a meeting, you were all on board. What was your initial kind of reaction to, to that, uh, you know, way back when? Well, again, I, you're, you're right. I, I'm, a, I'm an old guy, but I like to have new new things. So uh, anything like this that, you know, at that time it was relatively new. There was lots of, you know, sort of uh, conference calling, you know, meeting things and everybody was trying to do virtual meetings. Uh, a lot of them were very expensive. Um, yeah. You know, we looked at uh, nationally, actually, Korea looked at doing something that was going to be hugely expensive and, and um, you know, setting up new cameras and all, all sorts of things. But yeah. obviously the technology caught up. But I, I, was, uh, I was always interested. And I think um, as an industry, I don't think we're unique, but we do a lot of um, travel. Uh, and I think some of that is, is not, you know, some of it is necessary. Obviously, you need to have the personal, personal meetings. Uh, to know uh, exactly how people are thinking and, you know, body language, all those things. Although more and more the, um, 
virtual opportunities are, are catching a lot of that. But anyway, I don't, I don't think we'll ever get to a place where we never meet in person, but I think yeah. we've, uh, we've found a way that we can do it a lot less. And of course, you know, at, at, at those times we were talking about saving money, also travel expenses. And again, the impact on the environment is also important. Uh, but I think we've just gotten to a point where I think now people are are having to adapt. And I think, you know, again, you were you're ahead of the curve a fair bit, as you normally are. And I was happy to uh, to check it out and, and found some really good, uh, good ways to have meetings. Yeah, great. No, I appreciate that. And I think we're, we're, where we're at now. Right. We're we're forced to. Right. We're we don't have a choice and there's a there's a diagnostic visual that i pop up uh quite often whenever i'm leading uh, meetings at a, at a high level um like with your peers and there's an intersection between having vision and urgency right yeah. and now the there's like it's urgent that we meet in this way because how many of the offices um let's say in your area or in our industry are not closed like you can't even you can't even leave the house um, yeah, I, I don't, again, I think if you tried to find the ones that were open, uh, in fact, I, I hope there's not very many open, quite frankly, because it's just not what we need to be doing right now. Um, but it is, yeah, it's, it's critical to, um, to stay in touch with both our members and our, our staff. And that's, that's where I think it's really important to make sure, you know, we've got people working at home and they can do their work at home but we need to be communicating with them on a very regular basis. Not, you know, I don't know that we'll ever replace the, the opportunity to be in the office with folks and just, just hanging out with them. But yeah, I think we need to make sure we're in touch and, and keeping in touch with everybody as much as we can. Yeah. And so, so, you know, we look at meetings, right? Um, you're responsible for leading meeting, meetings internally, you know, with your staff and then also, Kind of externally with volunteer members, and then even go so far with, um, uh, I think you call it something different in Canada. We call it uh, like political advocacy, right? Yeah, uh, government relations, uh, yeah, government okay. affairs, those kind of things. It's all yeah, very very important. So, how many of these meetings are you having, um, or I guess maybe will you have, right? Um, or it doesn't even really matter because you still have to work uh, remote anyways until you, you know, potentially relocate. Yeah, that's true, and I, I'm I'm probably going to be meeting, um, you know, working remotely from here in South, you know, Saskatoon to London. Uh, just for for anybody that wants the geography, is about a 22-hour drive. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be doing that back and forth, but um, and, and again, most of our provinces have uh, have put a, a ban on non-urgent interprovincial travel. So even to drive there, I probably could do it based on going to my place of work. Uh, but I'm going to just hold off and see how much we need to do that. But yeah, we're, we, I've had actually I've had several uh, meetings already uh, with we had our board of directors uh, official board of directors meeting on uh, on. Thursday, no, Wednesday it was, I uh, had a good meeting with my staff yesterday and just, we're going to do that on a regular basis. We've got, you know, I've got several meetings booked already for next week, uh, just to touch base with, you know, audit committee. Uh, we've had to, and, and I think you'll know this, but Korea, the Canadian Association have uh, changed their annual general meeting, which would have been held in Ottawa next, uh, well, on the 21st, I believe of, of uh, April. Uh, they're going to hold it virtually now, the, the entire meeting, which again is a huge, uh, 
a huge undertaking with people from all across the country, uh, thousands, yeah. hundreds of delegates. That's going to be done virtually. Our, our board uh, annual meeting is going to be held. We're going to try and postpone it for now to a date where we can meet together, but we may have to hold it virtually as well. But you're looking at committee meetings. You're looking at, uh, again, full staff meetings, partial staff meetings, executive meetings, all of those things are going to have to be held uh, in a virtual format now. So, um, you know, I guess if the folks at Zoom were charging a nickel for every meeting, I think in the next couple of months, they'd, uh, they'd be able to retire. But anyway, it's going to be great. I think it's a great, uh, great function and it's worked really well for us so far. I know. I think if I got a nickel for every referral I send Zoom, I probably would have been able to retire by now. There you go. <clears throat> so let's talk, let's talk about these meetings and what can go wrong, right? Oh, or wow. what, have you, what have you seen go wrong so far, right? Because again, like there's urgency. People need to be able to figure out this tool and your, your groups are only as strong as the weakest link in the conversation, right? So <clears throat> what are some things, some, some things you've seen that have gone wrong? Yeah, and, and again, fortunately, Zoom is pretty uh, pretty simple, and they've they've made it pretty simple. Again, from the early days, it's it's certainly come a long way, uh, no question, and and it's good. But there's always still going to be, you know, the person that's on mute and forgets they're on mute and, and talks for for five minutes before they realize they're on mute. And uh, <laughs> but, uh, we've all seen the, the the BBC guy where this kid came rolling in. Uh, on the back door um there's just everything uh, there's a lot of things but you know the uh you know let's face it all of our 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 membership and our even you know staff and directors everybody's at a varying level of tech technological ability um but you do need to do a little bit of a you know a, a quick a quick rundown on how to you know how to do meetings virtually the other thing is um well, we, we did it yesterday with our staff meeting is we, we asked everybody to cut out the video for a certain period because at, at certain hours of the day in, here in Canada, there's just high demand and, and it you know wears on the, your bandwidth and whatnot. Uh, so it, it gets a little shaky if everybody's, you know, not just your group, but everybody else is doing a Zoom meeting at the same time, the internet can only handle so much. Um, one other thing that I have seen and I had to, I had to remember it is that people tend to talk over each other and, you know, <laughs> I don't know that you're going to just going to get ready to say something when I say something. So you need to have some, uh, some rules as to how to speak. And again, it's always good if you ask people to raise their hand or yeah. uh, acknowledge before they speak, there's, you need, you need to have some ground rules first, but Generally speaking, once once everybody's done it once or twice, it's it's pretty straightforward. I will tell you that we had a um, we had a FaceTime with our uh, our daughter and son-in-law and two grandsons uh, this morning, and uh, I will tell you that uh, there was people talking over each other quite regularly at that one, and and it wasn't always the six-year-old or the one-year-old, but uh, it was fun. You know, it's fun to do it, but uh, you just have to you know just roll with it a little bit. I, I'm hoping that our you know, our staff and our directors will have a little more um, ability to follow the ground rules uh, than the, than the six-year-old, but uh, I know they will, but it's just a matter of, you have to think about, you know, you know, somebody else is talking, you have to let them finish before you start, but generally speaking, it's going to be fine. Well, let me ask you this, because what you said would be more stated as a Im implicit rule, like rule, right? It's kind of like a 
that's not written anywhere. Well, when does the implicit rule become an explicit rule that's stated in your policy manual as far as how meetings are officially run, just like you would have your <clears throat> traditional Robert rules of order? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm not sure on that, Doug. I think obviously you'd want to have certain guidelines for, for any meeting. And again, quite frankly, uh, people shouldn't be talking over each other in an in-person meeting either. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. Um, I, I don't know that you'd have to change too much. I think it's, it's always important that your bylaws would accommodate um, virtual meetings. And again, we're kind of in, in a different situation here where you got to do what you got to do. And um, anybody that would challenge a decision that's made on a meeting like this under these circumstances, I think uh, you've got a bigger problem than anyway. But as far as uh, changing bylaws or policies, whatnot, I think um, you just have to make the best of what you got and, and do, do your best to, to make good decisions on a, on a committee level, on a board of directors level, on a staff level, and uh, serve your members the best way you can. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I would know one of the things that you're, you're very passionate about is education, right, and professional development <clears throat> and being able to reach members where they are, right, whether they're at their house or um, whether it's at a, maybe a broker office. I know you, you had, had looked into something like that before. Um, how do you see it shift, right, between the member wanting to come into the local board for or uh, provincial board for for education and now just having the expectation, well, they've got to kind of come to us. Yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, the timing of it is is uh, interesting. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot more demand for uh, online education. Although we have, you know, in Saskatchewan, we moved a, a lot towards uh, virtual or online education um, over the last few years. And also, you, you know this, I was, uh, I was the chair of a group uh, nationally called the uh, Virtual College, or uh, that we we attempted to uh, to launch a national real estate education platform. That I guess, quite frankly, we were maybe a little bit of ahead of our time because it just wasn't it wasn't successful, and people weren't prepared to uh, to do that extra additional training online. Uh, I think that's that's going to happen now. Obviously, anybody that wants to um, take any classes right now is going to have to be virtual and, and online. And again, I think that's, that's going to be the way it was going to be the way of the future anyway, but I believe that we will see that um, that will be sped up a fair bit. Uh, and the time frame on that will be shortened a little bit. Um, but again, um, the blended, uh, you know, online in, in person, I think will always be better. But over the next, you know, whatever number of weeks or months it's going to be until we're back able to meet in person, I think uh, uh, virtual education is is definitely the way to go. And I, we I actually we just had some conversation with our staff in London today about um, the calendar for April and the calendar for May. Obviously, are going to be all virtual uh, options. But uh, working with the uh, Fanshawe College folks or Fanshawe College in in London. Uh, they're going to be working on offering additional um, opportunities for learning. Um, quite frankly, a lot of our members are going to have a lot of time on their hands too. So uh, <laughs> over the next couple of months, they're not going to be showing houses. They're not, not in the same way anyway. So uh, there is an opportunity to upgrade your education and, uh, and your skills. So I think that's a great opportunity for us to offer that and an opportunity for our members to, uh, to take advantage. 
Yeah, no, no doubt. And one of the things I'm working on kind of on the side, in addition to kind of reaching out is um, making courses available through the Amazon Alexa Echo Show devices and the Fire TV. So you, if the course actually talks back to you, it's like you're talking to the TV and then it'll send you assignments to your mobile phone to be able to complete like this is <laughs> this is like the future, right? So yeah. I can say I told you so five years ago from today when everybody else is like doing Exactly. No, I think um, that'll be very, very, you know, great opportunities for, for people like yourself who have been leading the charge on this anyway to, I, I don't think you'll say I told you so, but uh, a great opportunity to get those, those things out there to people that may have not necessarily thought it was uh, as important as it is. Yeah. And I think um, just just recently, just over the last week or so, I've had many uh, many folks reach out to me and say, "Hey, Doug, how can you deliver education to our members using this environment?" And I think like the traditional way of doing an education is kind of a formal webinar, like right if you can't if you can't, if you can't be there, and you don't want to do it online, you want to have like a little Q and A that's involved. Um, is that uh, we'd use Zoom and connect it with the Facebook page? and be able to deliver it live. And then we'll be able to respond back Q and A. So we've had a couple of people that have joined us so far and got, they're, maybe they're being a little silent. Um, and anybody who's watching this can, can ask any questions anytime. Um, but, uh, but now that that's kind of live and then it's recorded, it can be put into a website um, and then people can ask comments inside of it. It kind of creates that same type of uh, environment. And think about this, right? Think about, if you were to do a webinar in the past, how long would it take for you to be able to perform all of the different steps necessary to create the announcement, right? Or the flyer or the, or the registration and then have the setup and then do the delivery and then respond to it by email and so forth, right? Um, I mean, that's a pretty tedious process, right? Compared to kind of what we just did today on the fly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and uh, let's face it, those things are going to get easier and easier as, as we go. We got, you know, you got AI, you got Alexa's going to help out. Um, it's just, it's just going to change because make, you know, take a lot of the, uh, the friction points away uh, from doing things online. So yeah, it's, it's, we think it's, we think it's taken off now in the next couple of years, it's just going to go straight up. So I kind of have I kind of have two 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 like last questions for you, um, uh, and you can choose which order that you want to respond them in, right? So what are you what are you most excited about engaging in this new environment? And then second would be what are you most afraid of by embracing this new environment? Oh, good question. I, I think. Um... I'll do the afraid of first because I always like to end on a positive note. There you go. Um, Good. But I think probably what I'm afraid of is that maybe people will think that people aren't as important, and you know the personal touch and the you know the folks, um, our front office folks that, that that meet you at the reception and, and welcome you in. I think those will always be very very important. Um, you know, building those personal relationships are always going to be important. So I don't think we will ever uh, eliminate those jobs. And it, this, this shouldn't be seen as a, as a way to reduce jobs or reduce expenses. Uh, I think it's a better a, a way to better use our resor human resources and our financial resources. But it's not a matter of cutting. 
uh, I think that's where uh, you know some people see it as a great opportunity to cut cut expenses or cut people out or cut jobs. That that's not what we should be looking at. I do think we can cut expenses uh, as far as travel and, and meeting expenses. I think we can do that, but not not people. So I think that's one thing I have a concern with that everybody's going to see this as a as a cost cutting or a, a a, a job cutting measure and I, I, don't, I don't see that at all uh, what I'm most excited about is just getting more information out to more people whether it be um, bulletins or communicate you know communication is so important in our in our jobs in our, our positions in our boards uh, and you know there's there's a common theme out there that you know people don't read what we send them so but I think there's some new ways we can communicate with people. And this is a great way to do it. Also, you know, you mentioned it earlier, I'm big on education, the opportunity to get uh, our members in, you know, skills improved and their ability to serve the clients better. Uh, there's a real opportunity for more of this information to get out to our members and for them to take advantage of it and be, quite frankly, be better realtors and, and uh, improve their craft and improve the professionalism of our industry. So I'm really excited about having that uh, be accessible to, to more folks and in different ways and easier ways in ways that, you know, we probably don't even know how easy it's going to be in the future. You probably have a better idea than I do, but I just, I'm really looking forward to improved communication, uh, improved education, improved professionalism, all of those things. Uh, I think we can gain by doing um, more uh, virtual education, virtual communication. Yeah, gosh, do you, I mean, um, did everybody hear that? <laughs> like, I think that's one you're gonna want to like replay again, because like, no, I, I don't know, Bill. You you come from a good, really good place, right? Um, we we both know that real estate is, is a people business, right? And most of this is done face to face. It's a relationship business, and you have to invest in the relationships. That, are, that make it meaningful so we can kind of go about doing the day-to-day. -day. Um, so I absolutely uh, appreciate that side of it. And it's, it is about opportunities, right? It is about opportunities reaching more people, especially who can't be there, who are sick or are stuck in traffic or um, in your case, uh, snowed in, right? <laughs> so sometimes. It can happen, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I really appreciate you being a part of this discussion today. We're going to make this available on the on the Facebook page. So I encourage you to share it out. And anybody who's watching, feel free to kind of leave a comment below uh, because we're going to go back and monitor these things and then um, uh, continue the discussion to help move you forward. So, um, Bill, any last any last thoughts or? I just no, I just appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Doug, for for asking me to do this, but also. Uh, thank you for uh, sort of your leadership in this area. I know it's it's not always been easy for you, but I know you know this type of technology. And I, again, I, I hope this this is sort of I don't want to say vindication, but it just shows you are going in the right direction all along. And uh, just want to thank you for that, and hope you will keep uh, keep leading, and hopefully more of us will follow. <laughs> Thanks so much, Bill. I appreciate you so much, and. Um... We'll uh, see you next time, screen to screen. Absolutely. Thanks. Stay safe, everybody. Likewise. Thanks. All right.